F. Scott Fitzgerald was wrong when he said there are no second acts in American lives. How do we know? Find out in the new series, Second Act Significance, from Beyond the Crucible, the podcast hosted by Warwick Fairfax and co-hosted by me, Gary Schneeberg. It's an eight-part deep dive into the stories of guests who've moved from dead ends to new beginnings that bring their hearts alive. And it all starts on April 5th. You'll meet Carrie Schwer, who achieved success in a series of well-respected and high-paying jobs and yet couldn't shake the feeling that her life had been spent living in the gray and more disturbing yet that she was drinking more than she should. I started realizing that I wasn't just using wine because I enjoyed the taste of it and wanted a glass with dinner. It became a way for me to cope with a job that I strongly disliked. Right around this time, I heard the term gray area drinking via a guest that was on a podcast. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's what I was. I never identified as an alcoholic. I was a gray area drinker. And I thought, if I can share what gray area drinking is with more people, I'll get them to raise their hand before they get into a deeper addiction. Eric and Emily Orton, who lost what they thought was their dream life when the off-Broadway play he wrote and produced closed after just a few performances sending them scrambling to not only find a livelihood, but a life that was more rewarding for themselves and their five children. It did not put them on solid ground, and that's why it was so rewarding. The show came and it opened up and it was a great time. The audiences loved it and uh, we had a big party afterwards. And then Emily, right on schedule, went into labor and gave birth to our beautiful boy. And while I was in the hospital, the reviews came out. My producing partner made the decision to post a closing notice for the show. I was broke, I was unemployed, and quite frankly, I was i was just, I felt humiliated. So often those feelings work that we have after these failures, they can crush us and they can, they can take out any hopes or ability to dream and just say, set that aside. What would I like to do? What would, call it what calls to me. And Nancy Volpe Berenger, who threw caution to the wind when she pursued a lifelong dream at an age most Americans are imagining the retirement years to come. She got her master's degree in fashion design and at age 64 earned her way onto TV's Project Runway, where she discovered her calling, making couture available to women with disabilities and anyone who feels less than. I was achieved what I thought was my dream job and became uh, a, a director of the group that I used to work in. I thought I could make a difference and um, it wasn't happening. There were just so many roadblocks. So not only was I having trouble breathing because my creativity was being stifled, it was also my effectiveness. I've always thought I, I needed to make a difference in life and I was not able to do that. I dared to ask myself, if I was young again, what would I want to be learning? The amazing thing was the answer came immediately to me, fashion design. Don't miss a minute of these insightful and inspirational conversations full of hope and practical action steps about how the next chapter of your life can be the best chapter ever. That's a beautiful thing about a coach. A coach is able to look into the future and see the blind spots and see things that the client cannot see. I don't have to know all the answers before I take off. I don't even have to know all the questions, but as I move in the direction I wanna go, the, the path or the answers will emerge and it's gonna be okay. Our series, 
Second Act Significance begins April 5th.